Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and we are continuing our conversation of Step 8 Possibilities tonight with a focus on detaching from how. Interesting. Let's get into it. But first, let me introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here with my favorite (laughs) co-host. Well, thank you. I'm your only (laughs) co-host, but I will say that. You didn't have to say that. (laughs) I will take it. I will take it. Well, good. So we've been talking about possibilities this month. This is only week two, so we've just gotten into it. And as I said for the last eight years, is I love possibilities, the month of possibilities, <laughs> because it's our focus. Possibilities just seem to pop up everywhere. And it becomes a fun month of saying yes to things that move us forward. So yeah. as we talk about possibilities and moving into the the section of detaching from the how, a matter of of trusting that those possibilities are going to come this month. And it's almost like a knowing because it always happens. And <laughs> uh, it's just a matter of, of, you know, watching and staying aware so that I can see them when they pop up. And I think that we can do that all the time. We could be thinking and focused on possibilities all the time, not just in the month of possibilities. It's all how we are setting ourselves up to see them. So let's dive into it, Terry. What would you like to share about possibilities and then going a little further, detaching from the how when possibilities are there. Mm. Yeah, I think it's interesting <clears throat> the way that um, Rhonda Britton put together the 12 Steps to Freedom. Because as you recall, last month our step was surrender. Mm-hmm. Once you surrender things, you know, surrendered, let go of things that are holding you back, uh, forgiven and others you know you're moving forward you're not living in the past you're not anticipating the future you're living in the present moment that just sets you up to ask yourself now that I've surrendered whatever it is that you surrendered what are the possibilities and then just as you said a moment ago opening up your heart opening up your your process your thinking process so that you have possibility thinking that you're you're just, as you said, trusting, knowing that 
there's going to be these opportunities that are come to you, these possibilities that has to do with faith, that has to do with trusting your higher power, trusting yourself, and being open. I think if you're open-hearted and you're open-minded, you're much more likely to be aware of the opportunities or possibilities or whatever you want to call them that, that come your way. If you're seeking those and you're, um, I mean, kind of the law of attraction, uh, you attract what you think about. Uh, even in the Bible, it says a man is as he thinketh. So it's that that thought process, that willingness to be open-hearted and open-minded, to be observant, to be attentive to the situations you're in, to the opportunities that come your way, to the relationships that might be built, the connections you might be able to make. If you have this mindset of opportunities and that you surrendered the fear of past experiences, you surrendered the wishing for the future, you're living in that moment where you can be open to and attentive to the opportunities that come your way. So when you talk the how, I think the how is the openness, the willingness, the awareness, the attentiveness. That's how you can um, meet, greet, and accept these opportunities that come your way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we do stay open and we see them, then what do we do? Right? That first step is awareness. So when we're aware that those possibilities are there, the next step is are we willing to step out? Are we willing to yeah. say yes? Are we willing to do what we need to do to take advantage of those possibilities and turn them into reality, turn them into action steps that we're right. taking? That's the word, action, <laughs> right? The step, yeah. whether they're tiny, tiny steps, little stretches out of our comfort zone or whether they're like I always think when we talk about steps, I think about playing Mother May I. Um, I don't even know yeah. if kids play that game anymore, but I can remember playing Mother May I when I was a kid all the time. You know, Mother May I take a giant step? May I take a baby step? May I take a scissor step? You know, all the different kinds of steps that we would take. Yeah. And the, the idea being that we could cross the line uh, before anybody else. You know, and if we forgot to say Mother May I, then we didn't get to take the step. We had to go back to the beginning. So yeah, we don't really have to ask anyone if we can take these steps, right? It's our right. process. It's our desire. It's our willingness. It's our attentiveness to our goals, to our, to what our our dreams and wishes are, what we want, and then taking the action of our own volition, looking for the help we need, uh, collaborating with others, whatever it takes to, to realize these possibilities sometimes it's something we can do on our own of our own volition and sometimes it's something we need to connect with someone and collaborate with someone and work with someone as a you know in a partnership or in a in a in a group that works towards a common goal so it's um you know those steps we don't have to ask permission to take those steps we just need to be clear Mm -hmm. we need to know what our focus is we need to know what we want and then uh, develop those those goals under our intentions. 
so that we can move forward and, and uh, realize those possibilities that come our way. And I think sometimes we're, we let fear keep us from even recognizing those possibilities because there's, there's risk involved in, in accepting and stepping out. And fear doesn't want us to do that. It wants to keep us safe. So the more we can understand and how fear plays a, a role and actually plays with us, keeping us from uh, seeing those possibilities, we can uh, also do behaviors that help us to want to step into that freedom, to have that willingness to say yes, regardless of it being something that's scary. Yeah, for sure. So what is a tool that you would, that you would suggest for our listeners to use to help them to, um, detach from the how and and take action on the possibilities well to me it's um it's having that that capacity to have a vision and i was in a well i was listening to a replay of a session with the business coach that i work with and she had a person on there that was helping helping the participants to to imagine their vision, to see their vision, to actually see it. So she took us through a medit- kind of a meditative uh, exercise where we visualized this uh, what this what this thing was that we wanted. You know, what is this this opportunity that we want to come to us? What do we where do we see ourselves uh, living this uh, this goal, or even being willing to just sit state and have a vision come to us of maybe something we don't know. One of the girls was talking about she saw herself um, in a bookstore with a line of hundreds of people signed up to get her to autograph her book. And that was mm-hmm. something she'd never thought about, and yet a, a year later she actually experienced that vision. So it's, uh, wow. you know, letting letting your mind and your soul guide you at some times. But I think it's, it's very important to clearly know what you want or where you want to be or what you want to have in your life. So one thing that I've, you know, done with groups is to have, have a vision board and mm-hmm. uh, just really put up on this vision board things that you want in your life and your business and your relationships, whatever area of your life you want to focus on and create a vision board that allows you to see that. And, and then trust that the how will come because you're focused on that vision. And I, I, there are so many motivating stories about vision, vision boards and how you put something on your vision board and, and, a year later, you have everything that you had wanted or thought you, you know, even dreamed of having. So that that visual, that focus, that attention to what you want allows you to develop the action, which is the how you're going to get it, and to be open to other people helping you, guiding you, um, encouraging you. To, uh, to acquire or to have those things that you see in your vision. Because mm-hmm. vision, the vision is opens up an opportunity, right? So I yeah. think a vision board is a good tool, a good tool when you're talking about um, 
possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. It gets you thinking, right? You're looking mm-hmm. through all the magazines and the images online, and you're you're seeing what resonates with you, what you want to cut out and attack, or, um, you know, what are those things that you want to be inspiring you on a daily basis as you look at your vision board. And I have my vision board up where I can see it every day. It's right next to me where I sit at my desk and I do my work. And some of these things have happened. Some of mm-hmm. these things are a constant practice, um, you know, and some of these things are slowly coming true. And I think it is because it is, it stays on my, they stay on my priority list because they're constantly Mm -hmm. there reminding me that these are the things that I want in my life. And I think another tool that's like that is an intention, Mm -hmm. setting an intention of what it is that you want based on why you want it. Like what is that under underlying desire that you have that if you practice this intention, it will get you closer to that why. It'll get you closer to that <laughs> that thing that you really are wanting. And when you practice your intention, it's gonna put you in the position to see opportunity and possibilities. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to help prepare you to be in a position where you can say yes to them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you've been practicing what you need to be practicing to say yes to them, to, to take action on them. And so I think an intention statement can definitely be a powerful tool to help you to um, stay open and stay uh, ready for when those possibilities come. And yeah, absolutely. some of the things that, uh-huh, go ahead. Well, I was saying we might, you might go through the uh, components of an intention just in case someone, you know, doesn't understand what intentions in fearless living and why they're so powerful is because of the, you know, the criteria for an intention. So why don't you go through that while you're talking about intentions? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that some of the things that are on my vision board um, are words. So it's not just mm-hmm. pictures. So I could take one of these, one of these phrases or one of these, you know, um, one of these ideas and turn it into an intention statement. So one of them is 100% you. So if I want to practice being 100% me, then what would that look like? How would I practice that, right? So today I'm willing Mm -hmm. to, um, how we start an intention statement is today I'm willing to practice, that's at the beginning of each one, and then what am I willing to practice to show up as 100% me, right? So today I'm willing to practice 
saying what I think. Today I'm willing to practice sharing my feelings. Today I'm willing to practice um, embracing and accepting all of myself. Right? There's there's lots of ways that you lots of ways that you could practice showing up as a hundred percent you. Right? Because that's going to be different for everyone. Because mm-hmm. everyone shows up differently. And so you write that statement. You want to make sure that it's positive. You want to make sure that it's empowering. And you want to make sure that it is is action-focused. So it's something that you could practice. Now, if I said I'm going to practice uh, saying what I think, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to talk without thinking. Right, or mm-hmm. I say something mean or careless or inconsiderate. That means when I'm thinking something and I might normally keep it to myself and not join in the conversation or not share something that um, is a little scary to share, that I join the conversation, that I say it anyways, even though I'm a little scared to, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, that's how I would practice it. That's how I would see, oh, I am practicing this intention. I am showing up more 100% me. So, um, you know, or I could, I could pick a different one that says, um, Let's see which one. Um, go big, okay, is one of them. How can I practice going big? Why do I want to go big? What does that even mean to me, right? This is all to us when you're writing an intention or anything. <laughs> it's your definition, right? So what does go big mean to me? Why did I... Why was I inspired to cut that out of the magazine and put it on my board? What was that calling out of me, right? And then write an intention statement around that. I'm willing to practice, you know, being visible on a daily basis with my business. Now, that might be doing a Facebook Live. That might be... um, doing a TikTok video, that might be doing a post, that might be, um, you know, messaging someone um, and inviting them to something that I do um, or that we do with the business. It could, I could take lots of different actions that would be practicing that intention. So, Mm -hmm. You know, whatever those things are that inspire you, that you would put on that vision board, or if you have something that you're wanting to practice right now in your business or your life, what is that? What is inspiring that? And then write an intention statement around it and think about, okay, how do I practice this? What does it look like? What does it feel like when I'm practicing this? And then when you see yourself practicing it, acknowledge yourself, own it, acknowledge it, 
right? We always want to acknowledge what we're doing, and that will help you see on a regular basis that you are practicing your intention. And your intention will become part of your comfort zone because your comfort zone has expanded, and you can set a new intention. Or you can keep the same intention, yet it'll just look different now because those things that you were practicing before are now in your comfort zone, so you're ready to step out again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's really important, and I think this is what you're you're saying, is that you clearly know what it is you want and what it means to you, what it sounds like, looks like, feels like. And and that that allows you then to focus because you you clearly understand what you want. And I think a lot of people their wants are expectations that they put on themselves or that other people put on them. And it's 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 not I don't think it's a simple thing, you know, to, to really clearly know what it is you want without some effort. You know, some some work, some thought some meditation, some prayer, whatever it is, how you get to, to a, you know, to a clarity of what it is that you want that's going to move you forward where fear is not keeping you from uh, reaching those dreams that you have on your vision board. So when you do mm-hmm. your vision board, I sometimes, you know, like if you put words up like you're talking about or whatever it is that you put up that you have, have that clear understanding of what that means to you. And then, then you can take the actions to uh, to get there, or you can watch for and be attentive to the opportunities that match or in alignment with uh, with your understanding and meaning of that. You know, because what what, what some words might mean to you, it might mean different to someone else, or even pictures that that you've cut out. You know, they they, I think people. It's important that people understand themselves what they want based on their their attention to their needs rather than oh I sh- this is what I should want because of this reason or this is what I should want because I have this role you know in other words it's like to get rid of all that and get down to the core and what's in alignment with your values and that's what mm-hmm. you you want for Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the clearer we get on what it is that we desire, then the easier it will be to see those possibilities when they arise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it will be easier to see those next baby steps in front of us. It'll be easier to set those stretches and those risks. It'll be easier to know what is um, what it is that we're working towards, right? Mm-hmm. It'll help us yeah. see that line that we want to cross in Mother May I. Yeah, right. I think, and we won't yeah, be attached. I think what what you're saying is that when we're in alignment, there's a synergy in our thoughts, words, and actions, mm-hmm. and I think that is that sense of ease, uh, the flow, 
you know, say get in the flow, when you're aligned and you're clear, and then giving yourself permission to edit that, you know, at all times. Uh, when when it starts to not have a flow, then stop and edit. You know, it, well, you know, mm-hmm. what do that would make this flow feel and and uh, motivate me in a way to to move forward? Because I think sometimes we, well, I can say sometimes I get stuck mm-hmm. on on, and even when the path starts to become rocky and not, you know, more of a challenge than an opportunity. I hesitate to get off the path. And I think it's important to have that willingness and flexibility and permission to change when things aren't uh, flowing. There's no synergy. There's that challenge between your values and your and your path. And so it's like this isn't in stone, you know. It's, it's uh, flexible. It's living. It's organic. And I'm moving. And I might have to adjust to the right, to the left, you know. And but it, as long as I'm, I'm clear on where I'm going, and there is that that flow, then I can have confidence in my my decisions, even when they're scary. Mhm. Yeah. I think, you know, when you when you think about looking through a microscope, right? You can't just focus it once and walk away and expect that when you come back, it's necessarily going to be still in focus. Somebody might have come and moved the lenses around, right? We don't. So when we come back and we, and we see what we're looking at again, we might need to readjust the lenses. We might need to refocus them so that we can see clearly. And I think that um, that's a way that we can think about it. It's not, it's not, you know, a bad thing to refocus. No, no, it's and, a good thing. You know, our eyes are doing it all the time. They're refocusing. You know, you look at something that is, you know, five inches away, and then you look at something that's five feet away. Your eyes have to adjust. So as what you're doing moves forward or moves to the side or maybe moves farther away, your vision is going to adjust to that. And so allowing that flexibility in how it all comes into view and how it all happens and detaching from it looking a specific way. happening a specific way, but that you're trusting yourself that however it plays out, you are going to be able to show up and do what you need to do, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think we're out of time, girl. We are. Look at us. We took it all up on our own. So we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can also always find all of what Terry and I are doing at fearlessgenerations.org. And you can see there about our upcoming workshops, 
our group program, Stepping Towards Freedom, um, and all the other great things that we have available there. Please also make sure that you are in our Facebook group so that you can be getting our daily posts as well as have access, easy access to us if you have any questions or want to interact with us in any way. We appreciate you coming back each week and listening to um, what we have to offer in way of the 12 Steps to Freedom and Fearless Living Tools. And we appreciate uh, your support of Fearless Generations. And um, we enjoy putting together this information for you uh, to support you along your path towards freedom. Terry, any last thing you would like to say? No, just just uh, give yourself permission to to be attentive to the opportunities that come to you and use the tools that we've talked about over the years of having intentions and not you know eliminating expectations and having gratitudes and acknowledgments to keep you aware of all the opportunities that are coming to you to grow as an individual, to become that person that God created you to be. So just watch out, look for those opportunities, and uh, reach out when you need help. Yes, yes. And we are here. Once we're your coaches, we are always your coaches. So thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Until then, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night.